Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Watching IU Indiana throttle Providence 56-37 right now from uh, the Maui Invitational in Ashland, North Carolina. That just doesn't. Getting ready for Monday Night Football. Eagles, we'll talk about them taking on the Seahawks. Got some discussion about them. Baker Mayfield, the Browns continue to find ways to just Win games. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 27-25. Baker, two touchdown passes, no interceptions. By the way, in their wins, 111.4 passer rating for, for Baker Mayfield. So there's a lot, lot going on. Don't know what happened with the Raiders who laid an absolute egg in Atlanta. Um, the, the, the New Orleans looked good enough. There wasn't an evolution in Taysom Hill throwing the football. It did not matter in their game. And keeping with the NFC South, the Tampa Buccaneers lost again to a good team. But it was the commentary and some of the misfires which really kind of perked up our ears at attention. Now, look, I have I've not been a naysayer about Brady or about Arians, simply about the fit in that I I talked to NFL people. This offseason, when the move happened, they're like, that's interesting because Arians really likes to throw it downfield and Tom Brady really likes to pick you apart within five yards of the line of scrimmage. Get rid of it quick. That, that That's going to be interesting. But they all said like, you know, smart football people, smart football people, they'll figure it out. Doesn't feel like they have. Buccaneers insider uh, uh, Rick Stroud joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Anyone who knows anything about Tampa 
football knows Rick Stroud because he covers him for the Tampa Bay Times. He's done radio. He's done everything down there, and he really knows this team like the back of his hands. Rick, what would you, if you gave your honest uh, assessment of the morale of the Buccaneers, what would it be? Well, it's okay. I mean, I, I think, you know, they're disappointed, and they're 7-5, and five, which is not where they want to be. And you're right. They've lost two good football teams. I mean, they weren't as good as the Saints. Um, played them first game of the season. That probably didn't help, but they got waxed. Um, these last two games, they played, you know, teams that were battling for first place or in first place. I mean, Kansas City is a 10-1 and football team, and for my money, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable. I mean, the, the, you know, we probably should be talking more about how great he was as much as, you know, Tyreek Hill and the coverage and the coaching. Um, but but there is obviously, um, you know, disappointment and some frustration, I think, on Brady's part um, because they haven't gotten it together. You know, we're in week 12, you know, and we're not – they needed a bye week, they finally got it, but we are, we are not, you know, halfway through or a quarter way through. Some of these things should have been ironed out, and the fact is that they keep starting games really poorly. And, you know, I think they've been outscored 50, <clears throat> 52 to 7 or something like that their last uh, four or five games in the first quarter. So, you know, they got to get it fixed. And Byron Leftwich is the offensive coordinator. And, you know, I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of input really on a day to day basis about the game planning with BA. Um, we'll see if they can get it fixed, but there, there sure is a lot of noise out there. And that's what Tom Brady called it, you know, about whatever perceived, um, you know, schism there may or may not be between him and the coaching staff or the game planning or whatever. Um, and I, I don't buy into a lot of it, but I do think there is frustration. Um, you don't buy into a lot of it. Do you buy into any of it? Yeah, I do. Some. Not between, not personal. I mean, from what I understand, you know, Tom um, obviously made a big move in his life, uh, in his career. I don't know what other options. Um he did a lot of research, you know, and he talked to a lot of quarterbacks that have been with Bruce. I think he knew what B.A. was about. I think he knew what his offense was about. Um, you know, Tom loves to throw the football. Uh, you know, now, should they have moved quicker and, and, you know, more pointedly toward what he does better? I mean, he's got plenty of receivers that can run all the routes. Um, I think maybe they should have. But they they have suffered from – you know, what was, you know, it's been a lack of continuity. I and mean, I just think, Doug, if you look at the teams that are winning in, in these divisions right now, there are teams that have been together, have great quarterbacks and some coaching continuity with systems. And that was always going to be the case, especially in a pandemic. So, um, look, it's not where they want to be. And, and, and I don't know if they can fix it, but, you know, that's, that's sort of where they're at right now. And they still have four games that, uh, you know, can be one and, and, you know, a chance to, uh, to at least get into the playoffs and we'll see from there. That's the voice of Rick Stroud who covers the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the Tampa times. Um, the, the defense was supposed to kind of carry them through granted part of it is you're playing against Pat Mahomes, but I mean, yeah. did you not know that Tyree kill was an elite wide receiver? <laughs> I mean, look, if if you watch now, now we don't get until this year. We haven't gotten a chance to see Tampa as much as we've seen them. But I will yeah. tell you, here on the West Coast, you know, watching the chart, we get the Chargers, we get you know the Rams, the Chiefs. Like every one time we see the Chiefs, the entire defense is basically designed around not letting Tyreek Hill get loose, especially get deep, and you keep everything in front. That didn't feel like what Bowles was doing yesterday. What, what went so wrong in trying to cover just one guy? Well, I mean, everything, right? I'm just trying to figure out, like, what what game plans did they reject and say, no, 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 we can't do that. I mean, when you, when you got down to it and you accepted the one that said, let's let Carlton Davis go one-on-one with the fastest guy in the NFL or runs a 4-2, whatever, um, that's just a bad plan. Now, having said that, man, those are some amazing throws that, that Mahomes made, and, and, you know, you can't get that back. But they were actually they were actually sort of – you know, when they played a safety, single high or whatever, they sort of seem to be more worried about Travis Kelsey for whatever reason. And I don't get it. Um, you know, I've seen them play a lot of zone against other teams. Um, certainly seen them double, you know, premier receivers. And I've never seen a receiver go for 200 yards in a quarter, and no one's ever gone for 269 in a game against the Bucks in the history of the franchise. So uh, that was quite a show. And when you're doing backflips into the end zone, 
um, you know, it's, it's downright embarrassing. So, uh, you know, again, despite all that, it became a three-point game. You know, they came out, they fought a little harder in the second half, um, probably should have had more turnovers and um, had a couple calls, you know, go against them or roughing the passer on Jason Pierre-Paul. They gave their team a chance. What they couldn't do is once it got to be within three points and there were four minutes to go, they couldn't get Kansas City off the field. And that was just, that was a disappointment. So the defense has a hand in it. And yet, you know, when you start games with four series and just one first down or the previous game against the Rams, four three and outs, that's a terrible position to put your defense in, particularly when you're playing high-powered offenses that you know you have to keep off the field, and, and it is a team game. So um, this has been you know, a complete loss by the team and not just one side of the ball or the other. It's hard to pick. The defense was actually supposed to carry them. I think it kind of did a little early. Um, and, and yet there's still plenty of games left to see if, if they can catch up on the other side. So um, it's disappointing for sure. Rick Stroud joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Likelihood that Arians returns next year. I think there's a good likelihood, maybe very good. I mean, listen, if, if you said to me, you know, uh, they don't make the playoffs and it looks really bad the last four weeks and just nothing is going right and he doesn't want to make changes to his staff and, and you know, Tom or, or the front office is calling for it, I've seen coaches die on that hill, you know, and, and I, don't, I don't have the answers to that. I don't know how much conversation there is over there. There's some about, you know, what are we going to do? Is, is you know, is Byron going to figure this out? Is there, um, you know, going to be some input elsewhere? I mean, I, I don't know. And, and I think they got a month to figure that out. Um, but look, he's 69 years old. Uh, he's got Brady for this year and next year, at least. I know he wants to win a Super Bowl. He's handling everything, um, you know, health wise that he needs to, uh, even in this pandemic, which is, you know, he's probably one of the most vulnerable coaches in the league that way. So I would expect him to, to continue to want to coach this team and be allowed to coach this team. But, uh, again, we st- we're still a month away, and we know this is a week-to-week league, so a lot of things can change in a hurry. Rick, great stuff. Uh, hope you're well. We had a great Thanksgiving, getting ready for a, uh, an awesome holiday season. Maybe or maybe not, we'll see you in your town for the Super Bowl. Thanks so much for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for having me, Doug. Thanks. All right, Rick Stroud, stud guy, uh, really well-respected in Tampa, St. Pete, for his overall coverage and his knowledge of everything going on within the Tampa Buccaneers. Sometimes uh, people when they're at the podium are in character. And occasionally when they're in character, we see a break in that character that happened for one NFL coach yesterday. Tell you who and why next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the Internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. So, you know, some of these guys, when they're at the uh, at the podium, <clears throat> they're not actually true to who they really are as people. They're kind of in character, right? Like, you ever met a guy and you're like, okay, that's not really who he is. I, I've, I've hung out with Sean McVay. Sean McVay, one, is brilliant, but two... He's a, he's a dude's dude. Like, yeah, I'm like, man, this guy's amazing. He's awesome. I'm, I'm not sure if you've seen how he rolls at home, Sean McVay, but does well for himself. Not just because he's coach of the Rams in LA, right? So in order to have that sort of pull, he's not the biggest dude in the world. It's, it's, he's got a magnetic personality. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, one of the things that you've seen in, um, <clears throat> Tom versus time, or even do you guys watch Peyton Manning's Peyton place when he's with Peyton Manning? Like that is awesome. Their interaction, totally different than the people that they are. Heck, Bill Belichick's the perfect example of this. Bill Belichick would not be as beloved by his players. If, uh huh. Yeah. We're in Cincinnati. That's how he handled things. It's not, it's not. So you're one person at the podium. You're another person in real life. Jordan Rodriguez who covers the uh, LA Rams for the athletics said Sean McVay was extremely blunt tonight. Our quarterback has got to take better care of the football. McVay was asked specifically about commonalities in the turnovers after first remarking that we have to take better care of the ball. If you've ever listened to a Sean McVay press conference after the game, I want you to listen really quickly. 
Each play, like I've talked about, is its own individual situation, but might be keeping two hands on the ball, might be understanding that if somebody's swarming around you, you can't just throw it away uh, when you don't see where you're going, um, being able to trust your guys to be able to separate. Um, but but overall, you know, anytime that you turn it over as many times as we did and he did, um, it's, it's just got to be better, and he's capable of it, but we've got to be able to get it done. He's capable of it, but we've got to be able to get it done. Jared Goffin lost the season, five touchdowns, six interceptions, three fumbles, 59% completion percentage. McVay, no one is more accountable for his team losing at the podium. Maybe not behind the scenes, but at the podium. No, I've never seen a coach be like, we got to coach him better. We got to do it. He never throws the players under the bus. And he didn't fully throw Jared on. He didn't say, we lost because our quarterback turned the damn ball over. And he didn't actually talk about Jared making better plays, which he also needs to make, right? No, he just talked about turning the football over, but it clearly is a frustration that caused him to go way out of character. That is not in character for who Sean McVay has ever purported himself to be. So interesting. He's clearly miffed. He's ticked. And and you start to wonder, like, can we, we went to a Super Bowl with Goff. Can we go back to another Super Bowl with Goff? Because a lot of our pieces say Super Bowl. He feels like they're ready to win. They, the kid out of Florida State, they drafted at running back. I mean, he runs so hard. Yeah, like Cam Akers last three games or so. Robin, she's been watching the whole year, right? It's like a different player. Like all of a sudden, figured it out. He had a very long run. I think one of the longest runs under McVay's, uh, even with, with Gurley there. Yeah, he had like a sixty-yard run. He just went right through the defense. So yeah, he's very good. He's terrific. He's terrific. Um, I know, and I know they're not banged up, right? Tyler Higby's really banged up. He looked compromised yesterday. And and I don't really under I don't understand. And maybe I should ask Dill for this one, but I I don't understand. Uh, Debo Samuel had like eleven catches, including the catch that became kind of the game winner. Why didn't they have Jalen Ramsey covering Debo Samuel? Because that's become Jalen Ramsey's thing. Is like everybody else does their own thing. Jalen Ramsey's like you just cover the best guy, and they didn't have him covering. There's no George Kittle. They didn't have him covering Debo Samuel. And Debo Samuel kept getting the football. He's like, I don't know. Just a thought. Why don't we put the guy who's the best cover corner on our team, one of the best in the league, on their best wide receiver who's killing us? So it's not that they're not without blame as a coaching staff and that there weren't other curious things, but for, for McVay to say something like that, you know, he's ticked, you know, he's ticked. And in the losses, it's pretty evident that Goff keeps turning the football over. I think he's second in the NFL overall and overall turnovers fifth. Or are you raising your hand? Ramos? I raised my hand. Cause I brought this up with Dan and, and Brian, you know, they talked about Goff's hands. Remember when, the, when they drafted him? Yeah, small hands. That was one of the things he had, small hands, and that he was prone to fumble. And not that I didn't believe it, but I'm like, well, you know, he's a quarterback. And it, it, it was one of the most accurate things that they could have ever said about Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. He literally drops the ball all the time. <laughs> I mean, he I've never seen a ball come out of someone's hands more than Jared Goff. Uh, it's unbelievable. So I don't know what to do about that. His hands aren't going to grow anymore. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Maybe wear gloves. You know, some of those quarterbacks do wear two gloves. And Ted Bridgewater, small hands, he wears, I think, one glove, maybe two. Some of those guys wear gloves. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We got a lot to get to with uh, with our, our next guest is... Joel Klatt joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Man, there are so many places to begin this thing. Let's start with the Big Ten. Um, I'm not saying that you know, but if there was a person who'd be the second one to know, right, you'd be the second one to know, right, because they call you're the lead color analyst for Fox. You guys cover all the Big Ten games, and we're waiting to see what happens. Uh, Any idea what happens? Ohio State, Michigan, are they going to play? (laughs) Um, I would venture a guess to say that they would, because remember if Ohio state, and this is where it gets kind of wonky with the rules. If Ohio state misses even one of their next two, they don't qualify for the big 10 championship game. And we can talk about whether we think that that's a viable rule or whether they should change it or, or whatever. But that's the way it is right now that you need to play six games. They've got to get their next two in. 
this week against Michigan State, next week against Michigan. If they aren't able to play the Michigan game, that means that they would not qualify for the Big Ten championship game, and they would have an open date for the crossover week. And I would just throw it out there that I think that they would probably just try to play Michigan that week. So, yeah, I think Michigan-Ohio State will, will absolutely play, whether it's the, the week that's scheduled or, the, or a week later. I think that we're going to see that game. Uh, thoughts on Michael Penix Jr., a guy who's having a great year for uh, Indiana. Tore his ACL out for the remainder of the season. Obviously, nobody reacts well to it. But what, what are your thoughts on, like, he's a really good college quarterback. Was he a pro, is he a pro prospect? Um, I, I will tell you this. He, he had an unbelievable ability to, to throw the ball with anticipation, which I think is really rare, actually, Doug, in, in the college game. I, I don't come across quarterbacks. Everybody in college football, uh, I shouldn't say everybody, the vast majority of co- uh, quarterbacks in the college game are what I would call C-throwers. They've got to see their throw before they pull the trigger and make their throw. Uh, they, they very rarely anticipate windows and anticipate trajectory and, and the style of throw that's needed and get the ball on time and on target. Um, and it's one of the reasons why it's, it's so difficult to project these guys to the next level because at the NFL, you are not afforded the ability to be a C thrower. You have to be an anticipatory thrower um, of the ball. And, and Michael Penix Jr. was an absolutely beautiful anticipatory thrower. He threw the ball on time. It was on target. He was fearless in the, in the pocket. He was having a great year. And by the way, if they had just a little bit more time, they were coming like a freight train after Ohio State, and then who knows? So this is a guy that's had a hard time staying healthy his entire career. He has right. not played a full season yet, and, and this is the same knee that he's had trouble with in the past. I feel terrible for him, um, and, and hopefully he can come back from this even better than he is this year. But the, the hard part is, is that he's got a great wide receiver in Ty Fry Fogle, and I don't know if, if Fry Fogle is going to be around much longer. So uh, th- that's one of those that you just like, my my head slumped immediately, and I'm just like, man, I feel terrible for that kid. What do you think Michigan does? Well, Michigan paused their. Uh, I'm sure you you know talked about it. They paused team activities, if you will. They closed the building. I I don't know what Michigan's outlook looks like. I I don't whether it's this season, whether it's in the coaching staff. I I really don't. I think it's really difficult, Doug, to to put a flag in the ground and say this is our white whale and then fire him right like when you fire your white whale that's a that is a tough deal and so i think what everyone is is hoping or leaning to is one of two scenarios jim stays and can turn it around or two they they part amicably and and mutually and and i think in order for that to happen it would have to be somewhere where jim was going up towards the nfl but the problem is I, I just – and I know that the pool of candidates for NFL coaching jobs is not great right now, but I just – who's doing – who's making that move, right? I think that's the better question. If you're are you, if you're the Jets, does Jim Harbaugh excite you? I'm not sure. Um, so th- this is a, a precarious situation right now because he's their white whale, because it has to be mutual, and yet I don't know the appetite the NFL has for a guy like Jim, uh, in particular the way that it's kind of trended in the last year and a half at Michigan. It's a, it's a hard one. It's like working with family, right? That that's that's, that's basically right. what they're that's they're, exactly. they're I mean, doing. The guy played for Bo. His dad coached for Bo. They lived down the street. I mean, he again, like I said, like this is this is this is way different than like Texas, you know, with Tom Herman. If the money's there and they deem that they want to make a change, they're going to make a change. They have no allegiance to Tom Herman, but the the Harbaugh factor at Michigan just feels so much different. Yeah, I I tend to agree. I mean, maybe you can say, hey, it's a it's a pandemic year. It's a, a weird year, but you know when they're just getting blown out by Penn State, who hadn't hadn't done anything this year, it just starts to feel like man, everybody's quit and packed it in for next year. And that was not what you thought you would see ever out of out of Michigan and a and a Jim Harbaugh coach team. Um, Pac twelve officials go. Oh my gosh, that was a disaster. Well, first of all, by the way, we're just you, you know, know we're like, talking about Oregon, Oregon State. If people didn't watch, but go ahead. Yeah, exactly. And and you have to let me give some context because I don't, you know, for those of you that follow me on social media, I just started and I don't normally do this. I'm not a live tweeter of games, right? Yes. In fact, I'm not a volume tweet guy. I, I try to, you know, save my opinions and, and make them matter. Now, whether that happens or not remains to be seen. It can be argued. However, 
I was in the volume business Friday night. And some context here is that I fly to Chicago Friday morning, right? We have Thanksgiving. We have all of our Zoom calls on Wednesday so that we can travel Friday morning rather than traveling Thursday so we can be with our family for Thanksgiving. So then I get up early and I fly out and, and fly to Chicago four hours, then get a rental car and I drive two and a half hours to Champaign, Illinois. For those of you that haven't been to Champaign, Illinois, Doug, not the prettiest drive from Chicago to Champaign, Illinois. I know you probably are familiar with, with this drive. It, yes. it, it's not the best scenery that you've ever seen. It's cold. I'm now a Southern California guy. I've got my, my back hurts anytime it goes under 48 degrees. So I'm a little bit cranky, but whatever. We have known throughout the week last week that Ohio State is having some trouble with COVID, right? We saw some positive tests come up on Tuesday, some more on Wednesday, and then all of a sudden the game's in jeopardy. They decide that they're going to PCR, so they're going to antigen test Friday morning, then PCR test Friday afternoon, and then fly into Champaign day of the game Saturday morning in order to play the Illini. So I'm like, well, this this seems crazy, but I get off the phone with some of the people at Ohio State, and they feel very optimistic. This is what's so strange, Doug. And I know you asked about the Pac-12 officials. No, but okay, just you, go. You're, you're, you're good. Context. This it's, is better. This is what your life is really like. I love it. And so then I'm off the phone with some of the Ohio State officials, and they're like, yeah, we feel really good about the game, um, except, you know, there's been some, some wonkiness here. You know, Illinois has pushed back on us a little bit, so we're going to have to PCR test again in the morning, which means that the game can't be kicked off at 11 local. It's going to have to be kicked off at 3.30 local. So I'm like, okay, so we're going to change the game time, whatever. You know, like worst things have happened. I'm, I'm sitting in a, a hotel in Champaign, Illinois, can't have uh, dinner in the restaurant. You know, I'm, I bring this cold burger back up to my room, sitting there alone. We're doing our production meetings via Zoom, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, I just get an email, and it's like, game's canceled. And I'm like, what is happening right now? I literally flew out here this whole way, so now I'm cranky. And when I get cranky, it's like when I get hungry. It's yes. like, watch out. Hangry, yes. And guess what game is on? Oregon, Oregon, Oregon State. Oregon State. Yeah. And then that officiating debacle, and by the way, the coaching debacle starts taking place late in that game, and I'm just like, gloves off, it's on, and I just started firing away on Twitter. I'm like, what is happening? And listen, there were no adults in the room. Let me just start by saying this. Cristobal failed. Throwing the ball on third down and, and not forcing Oregon State to waste their last time out, total fail in terms of a game management standpoint. Then Oregon State has a timeout left, and they've got time left. They've got Jamar Jefferson, who's basically run for a billion yards in the game. They can't stop Oregon, can't stop him, and they don't give him the ball. So now they're trying to drive down and take the lead, and they don't give the ball to their best player. So they're facing like fourth and seven after fourth and seven after fourth and seven. And, and credit Jebbia, he ends up like getting some of these fourth downs. Now they're inside the 10 yard line. They still don't give Jefferson the ball. Now I'm thinking to myself first, it was Oregon staff that was failing. Now it's Oregon State staff that's failing. And then the officials. We're like, hold my beer. We're not the only ones out here. Like, they just, it was an abomination what was happening at the end. So, Jebbia, this quarterback for Oregon State, has played his heart out. And you got to understand, folks, if you're not f- familiar with Oregon State, they were terrible a couple of years ago. Gary Anderson was a head coach there and left the cover completely bare. The offensive coordinator from Washington, Jonathan Smith, gets the job there, and he's done a wonderful job building culture. They're, they're winning football games. They almost beat Washington. They get a bad spot from the officials. And so now they're in there. They're inside the five-yard line. Jebby has played his heart out, and the quarterback sneaks in, and, and it's clearly a touchdown. 40 seconds left. And the officials just run in, and they're staring at each other. Doug, I'm standing at the T. I'm, I'm literally standing in Champaign, Illinois. My game has just been canceled. My hamburger is cold. I can't see anybody because it's a pandemic. And the officials are staring at each other, and they won't give a signal. It clocks from 40 seconds down to 22 before anyone gives a signal. And then they just start blowing whistles, and they say the, the last play is under further review. I shout at my TV in the hotel room, what is under review? There was no call made. Oh, the failure of the Pac-12 officials knows no bounds. Then they review the play, and they all of a sudden they come out, and they're like, it's confirmed. I still don't know what's confirmed. They confirmed that he didn't get in when he clearly did. So guess what happens on the next snap? Jebya, who's played his heart out for Jonathan Smith, who's built this program and now has a starting quarterback that can potentially beat Oregon in the Civil War, even though they won't call it the Civil War anymore, has to quarterback sneak again, and he hurts his leg. What are we doing? Oh, 
the amount of failure that was happening in that 10 minute span was just monumental. I love that you got in there the civil war thing, which makes no sense to me at all. Right? It just, it's a great nickname for a great rivalry. No one on earth is, no one's alive that was in the civil war. It in no way has any tip of the cap to slavery at all. Yet we're not allowed to call it the civil war. It just, it, it, it strikes me as bizarre on top of all of that. Um, all right, so what do we do at Notre Dame if they lose to Clemson? <laughs> Great question. I think that they're probably still in. And, and this is what is going to make uh, Ohio State and Cincinnati very nervous, is that I think that Notre Dame has done enough and has a, enough of a volume of work, and I think volume of work is, is a term that's going to start to be thrown around. You know, we're going to try to, well, this team got to play nine games or 10 games or 11 games, and this team only got to play five games, even though it's not the player's fault, clearly. And it's what these, you know, administrators that pumped it on the season when they shouldn't have, we're going to start to talk about volume. And so they're going to want to reward Notre Dame for their volume of their season, the way that they've played. They go on the road and be a decent North Carolina team. They were able to upset Clemson. And I think even if they lose, Doug, I think that the committee is going to reward them with a playoff spot. I, I really do. And so here's what then becomes very apparent to me. Alabama's in the same boat. Right. Even if they lose to Florida, I think Alabama will be a team that they're saying, no, nope, we've seen enough from them that they're going to go to the playoff, which means that the playoff would be set with those four. Ohio State and Cincinnati would be on the outside looking in. Now, if Alabama were to take care of Florida, which I would pick them to do because I think Alabama is the, the clear number one team in the country at this point, then you're going to have Cincinnati and Ohio State vying for one spot. I, I would include BYU in that, but clearly the committee is not going to include BYU in that. And now we're going to get down to the politics of Ohio State didn't win a conference championship technically, but they would be undefeated. How many games do they have under their belt? Can they get to six? Is it seven? I'm not totally sure. If they do play this week against Michigan State, Doug, they're going to be completely decimated um, due to the COVID test that they had a week ago. I don't think that they're going to have any semblance of their starting offensive line, which then calls into question any number of things from an eye test domination standpoint. So I, I, I think it's a big mess. You asked about Notre Dame to begin this whole thing. I, I think Notre Dame is going to be in the playoffs. And, and to be honest, I, I think that that's probably the right move. I think that they've earned their, their way into that position. Joel, uh, where are you going this weekend? Or where do you think you're going this weekend? I mean, who knows, right? <laughs> like, I, I feel like I should just literally, like, fly around with a parachute on. And then they'll just be like, hey, there's going to be a game in Manhattan, Kansas. And I'll just jump out of the plane and be like, all right, who are we calling? It's Texas, Kansas State. So right now, technically, I'm, I'm supposed to call Texas, Kansas, uh, Texas at Kansas State, which you might be wondering to yourself, like, why in the world would you be going to do that game? Kansas State's lost four in a row. Texas is on the precipice of you-know-what. And Oklahoma's playing for their chance to go, yeah, but we don't know if Oklahoma's going to play. So Fox, Fox started hedging their bet, and they're like, well, this is the game that's most likely to happen. 2020, folks. 2020. Joel Klatt, ladies and gentlemen, send your send your uh, fan mail and hate mail to Fox Sports. He's the lead college loyalist. Joel, great stuff, man. Hope you guys <laughs> hate, had a great mail. Hey, I, you, I, I, hope, I need some hate mail. Hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you soon. See you, bud. All right, uh, Joel Klatt, who, I mean, if you don't like how good his hair, how good looking the guy is, the, the family, all the kids are cuter than ever, right, too. It's kind of disgusting, to be honest with you. Are the Chiefs prepared to defend their Super Bowl title? Colin Cowherd has his doubts. We'll discuss next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Every day at this time, we play for you a portion of a previous show on Fox Sports Radio or Fox Sports 1. We call it... And now... <laughs> What's up, the fuck? This Say. is Colin Cowherd talking about the Chiefs' win over the Buccaneers. Hollywood money is all cheekbones and clear skin. It's too easy. That's why there's so many messed up Hollywood families. There's a lot of fortunes in retail. Retail's hard. In waste management, in insurance, annuities. There's a lot of fortunes been made in those. That's hard money. And I watch Kansas City, and they're starting to remind me of the Kevin Durant, Steph, Clay Warriors the first year. It's too easy. And psychologically, when it's that easy, it's hard to play with a ton of urgency. Think about this. If I told you Patrick Mahomes had 462 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, Tyreek Hill had 270 yards, Patrick Mahomes had 124 passer rating, you'd be like, oh my God, who they beat 46-13? Uh, no, actually, they won 27-24, to 24, and if not for completing a third down pass, 43-year-old Tom Brady at home got the ball left with a minute. And so as I watch them, I think to myself, well, Andy Reid's going to have to put his foot down with his team a lot. They're young. They're talented. It's easy money. The wins come easy. The points come fast. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I see all of that stuff, Colin. I think we all see all of that stuff, Colin. And there is the there is the sense that things have come to and you're in the AFC, which is super, super competitive. Right? I mean, you have obviously the the Raiders who have beaten them and nearly beat them a second time. They get blown out by the Falcons, but they seem to have a good feel for how to beat Kansas City. Um, I think that I I think the Bills are a team that could have because they have a such a good front seven, the Bills are a team that could give them a tough game. 
the Titans, you know, the Titans, the Texans had them down big last year, but the Titans are a team that if you get behind, they can almost run out the clock, it feels like, on you. But look around the AFC and it's some pretty good teams, I guess, you know? Um, you have the, the Steelers are undefeated, have not lost a game, and they have a quarterback who's been on, won two Super Bowls. So the competition will be stout and the, and, and they make a lot of mistakes and they can't play loose. The one thing about Kansas City is the margin for error is great because you have Mahomes. You got the ultimate weapon and you have Tyreek Hill and they can make up points in a hurry. And it's worked for them for the last, really, the last three seasons. This is the, remember, it worked for them against, against New England and it's working this year. So I'm with him. I understand what he's saying. It does come a little too easy for them and they do come back and getting down big deficits don't seem to bother them because they have those two, but. Yeah, I don't know. It works three years in a row. It's going to keep working. What does the fuck say? Yes, Ryan Music. Uh, thank you, John. Uh, I think when you have a situation like the Ravens, where over the past couple seasons, it shows you that, oh boy, it's an issue if they fall from behind because, you know, your record is that you can't come from behind. But a team like the Chiefs, I mean, last season, they literally were down every single game and they still ended up winning the Super Bowl. So yeah. I'm not sure that the urgency thing is some sort of major red flag for a team that has already proven on their way to a Super Bowl title that it doesn't really matter. I mean, even last year, we, we kept saying, like, oh, they're playing with fire, and it just didn't end up really mattering all no, that it much. Didn't, it didn't matter that much. <laughs> so, it really didn't. We're I like, yeah, you're going to get burned. You're going to get burned. Like, yeah, no, we're not really I mean, and we even all. we even thought at times, like, oh, well, you know, they have trouble running the ball, which is going to be an issue, you know, when you try and control the clock. And in two out of their three playoff games last year, Patrick Mahomes was their leading rusher with, like, 60 or 70 yards, like, they just seem to be that exception to every rule to where you would normally be concerned, but they seem to uh, th- use the Patrick Mahomes and just throw their way out of it. Yeah. For, I mean, they just, again, it, he just erases deficits so quickly. It's it's very similar to the Warriors in that because they can make up so much ground so quickly with the three-point shot uh, that it you know you'd feel like you never had them truly down even when you got them down. There's a lot of similarities there. But, and and similar to the Warriors, remember the first time they lost in the NBA Finals, it was Steph Steph Curry turned the ball over too much. Remember, and that margin for error that they have in the regular season different in the postseason. So I'm I'm fascinated to see what happens with this team. But I the idea that they have too many holes and there's some warning signs there. There's some reason to be concerned. And Butterker hasn't had a great year. You know that there's a. There's a there's an element to it which isn't discussed enough is that Butterker has really not had a good year this year. Yes, Dan Byer. One of the things that uh, George Reister and I were talking about yesterday on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio was towards the end of the game with the Chiefs running out the clock is normally you would just count on a team running the football three times and trying to get 10 yards. But with the Chiefs, you don't do that. So even though Tampa Bay is great against the run they were still spread out and the Chiefs were still unpredictable where we saw Patrick Mahomes scramble we saw heck of the third down play where really if they would have punted to the Buccaneers Buccaneers would have had like 30 seconds left on the clock and no timeouts to try to kick a field goal they run a pass play to Tyree Kill throw it and they get a first down like it's like even just trying to close out a game it's difficult against them yeah they break every rule yeah, they, they do. Because they can. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, we can. We can We can actually do that, and nobody's going to stop us from doing that because we're awesome. And I'm not sure I blame them for doing that. Like, if I was that awesome, I'd probably act that way too. <laughs> I mean, they <laughs> see that play they ran early at the one-yard line in the game where it was like a triple reverse pass from yeah. Travis Kelsey. And you're like, why you are know? they doing that? Yeah. And the answer is because <laughs> yeah. they can. Yeah, no one's in the backfield to take a snap at all. Of a sudden, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. That's a, that's because a they can. Why did they do that? Because they can. Why does Cam Newton dress like that? Because he can. It's Cam Newton. Like, oh, okay. Six five, good looking, tons of money, and people go like, "This is my thing. That's what I. That's what I do." Why? Because they can. That's that's really what it comes down to. Uh, the college basketball in the middle of the week is kind of is weird, but but enjoyable. It does get us through. We 
may have Tuesday night football or may not have Tuesday night football. So Dan Byer will have an update for you at the top of the hour. And I'll give I got my thoughts on why the Ravens and Steelers might be postponed as opposed to the Broncos game where they just said, hey, you don't have any quarterbacks, so go play some dude as a wide receiver off your practice squad. There's a difference there, and there's a reason for the difference there. All right, we got we got that plus um, Arians and Brady. How I thought it would end, and now how I know it will end, are two very very different things. So all that's up coming next on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.